Hello, and welcome to the Crossroads Podcast, the show where Mark Meckler and Rita Peters discuss hot-button issues from a biblical perspective, helping to equip other Christians to bring light to a darkened culture. Rita is the Senior Vice President of Legislative Affairs, and Mark serves as the CEO and co-founder for Convention of States Action. Find out more by visiting conventionofstates.com slash pod. Hi everyone, I'm Rita Peters, and I want to thank you for tuning in to Crossroads, where faith and culture meet. You know, Crossroads is relatively new as a podcast, but what you might not know is that it's been around for many years as a radio program in the Harrisonburg, Virginia area. Today, I'm going to bring you some legacy content from the Crossroads radio program with my former co-host, Dean Welty, who is a retired State Department official. So this program will be audio only, but I think you'll be blessed by it. Please enjoy. Hello, friends, and welcome to Crossroads, where faith and culture meet. I'm Rita Peters, and I'm here in the studio with my co-host, Dean Welty. We've got a great program planned for you today, and we are so glad you have joined us for it again. Enjoying with you this wonderful in-between season, when we are still savoring the memories of Thanksgiving past, while at the same time, getting ready to celebrate the birth of Jesus and the joys of Christmas. We're going to begin with a look back at Thanksgiving. Now, this must be important because Thanksgiving itself in its various forms is mentioned 139 times in the Bible. And as we mentioned last week, God reminds us in Deuteronomy 8 that we are not to become so proud of our achievements and of our riches that we forget to thank Him for making it all possible. So today, Rita and I would like to share with you some personal reflections about what this Thanksgiving has meant to us. And to do so, we're going to play a little game that you can play (laughs) along with us. (laughs) We're going to take each letter of the word Thanksgiving and attach to that letter something for which we are especially thankful. Hmm. For example, the letter T might stand for a new truck or a tractor that we bought for the farm this year, and we're thankful for that. (laughs) Now, you don't have a tractor. (laughs) Yeah, there will be no tractors or trucks in my list. But everybody is going to have something special Hmm. for each of these letters. This is a game that my own family has played together over the years to help us keep the spirit of Thanksgiving alive. So, Rita and our listeners, let's put our thinking caps on and everybody join us in this game. I am excited about this, Dean. I mentioned to you before we started recording, sometimes when we come into the studio, we're coming in to address a topic that maybe is disturbing or controversial or has some kind of a dark side to it. But this program today is just going to be pure joy. So let's get started. (laughs) Okay, well, I'll start off uh, since I mentioned the letter T anyway. I'm so thankful today that we as a nation have set aside a special day of Thanksgiving each year 
so that we can focus on giving thanks to God for our many blessings. Now, we sort of take that for granted. Oh, Thanksgiving. This goes back, of course, to the pilgrims. But it has continued over the 400 years since that time in various forms and is reflected in the presidential proclamations that we referred to last week. Mm -hmm. This is special for America. Not every country does this. Not many countries do this. I don't know of any country that does this. It's special for America. So we do this individually and as a nation because it is so easy for us to forget God and to take all of the credit to ourselves for our prosperity and for our success. We must not let that happen. And this season of Thanksgiving helps us to remember and again to thank God from whom all our blessings flow. So, Rita, that's my tea. So your tea is thanks. It's thanks for Thanksgiving, yes. For Thanksgiving. (laughs) Well, I certainly concur in that, Dean. Unless we are really purposeful in stopping to reflect on how very blessed we are, it's just our natural tendency to overlook the many gifts and blessings we enjoy every day. But I have another one of my own for tea. (laughs) Let's go for it. And it's time. It seems like every year time becomes more and more scarce. Everyone who's listening to this program has been given the gift of time on this earth. And we have a duty, I believe, to our creator to invest it wisely. And what I'm most thankful for around this time of year in particular is the extra time that I get to invest in my family. So tea is for time for me. You know, that's interesting because often we think of time as our enemy. We don't have enough of it and Mm. we're racing to keep up with it. And I've just sort of had to change my cap around, say time is our friend. Yes. Given to us to do the things that you have just described. Absolutely. Okay, so I'm up Yes, you're up next. (laughs) With H. H. H or heaven, Dean. Are you surprised? Heaven. I am surprised. When I was younger, sometimes I wondered why anyone would be so excited about heaven. My idea of heaven used to be this world of clouds and rainbows with golden streets and harps. But as my understanding of heaven has grown, there are actually times now, Dean, when I long for it because I understand now that heaven is all about God making right all of the things that are wrong with our world today. It's about peace and freedom from pain, sickness, and death. It's where there's no more injustice, where what is good and true and beautiful always wins. So when the world gets me down, I am so thankful that there is heaven to look forward to. Well done, Rita. (laughs) How are you going to well, top that, Dean? I will not, What's your H? <laughs> you, you, you know, and I'm probably a little bit closer to heaven than you are <laughs> chronologically, but that is a wonderful perspective on it. And I think God arranges our lives so that as we encounter pain and suffering, yeah. heaven becomes more dear yes. to us in prospect. Yep. Well, that's a great one. Okay, so I'm going to add my H. And Rita, we talked about this often, but I am so profoundly grateful for our Judeo-Christian heritage, Mm. both personally and as a nation. Good one. And when I say personal, I'm referring to my being raised in a Christian home by a loving Christian father and mother. Mm. I shouldn't take that for granted because not everyone can say that. 
By nationally, I mean that as a people, most of us were taught Christian values throughout our lives. We try to live by those values every day, whether we are conscious of its being part of our heritage or not. Mm -hmm. It is a part of our culture. We breathe it. And thankfully, it comes into our lives without our really pursuing it. It's the ocean in which we swim. Well, that too is exceptional because there are many people around the world who are not able to say that that they have this kind of heritage. And again, as we've said repeatedly on this program, America was founded on Judeo-Christian values by godly leaders who understood, as George Washington said in 1787, that religion and morality are indispensable supports for our political prosperity. So, Rita, it is now up to us to keep those supporting pillars strong. Absolutely. And I'm thankful for that opportunity and that challenge. Me too. That's a great one. Well... If I could, I'd like to mention one more. Can I have two? (laughs) I suppose, if you're quick. (laughs) Okay. Here's another H word for which I am deeply grateful, and it's health. Maybe I'm stealing from you. I shouldn't have said that. But it's easy to take health for granted until you're hit with a serious illness or as the years begin to take their toll on our bodies. And I thank God for my health. I am thankful for your health too, Dean, and my own. You're right. That's, All right. that's something to well, be thankful for. Well, heaven, heritage, and health. All right, let's go on to the letter A. I am so thankful, and I've already touched on this, for America at a time when there are people who try to criticize America at every turn. I'm thankful for America, land of the free and home of the brave. America is indeed, and again I use this word, an exceptional nation, founded on Judeo-Christian values, victorious in numerous battles for freedom and independence, and formed around enduring constitutional principles. That's America. And yes, we do indeed stand on the shoulders of giants. I am proud to be an American, and I thank God for his providential guidance in the development of this nation. It is summed up in the two words that are written on the cap at the top of the Washington Monument, Laus Deo, praise be to God. One more word, Rita? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I'm going to take all of yours. One more word for the letter A. I am so grateful to God for the abundance that we enjoy in every way. We are a wealthy nation, rich in land and sea, natural resources and energy. We're favored by climate, and we're blessed by a hardworking and innovative people. I don't want to take any of that for granted, and I am thankful. For abundance. Well, I will join you in both of those. Okay. Yeah. Meaning I, you don't have a, any another one to say. <laughs> I can't get any better than that with the letter A. A has to be for America. Former yes. Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher famously said, no other nation but America was founded on an idea, the idea of liberty. And as we have discussed on this program so many times before, The reason America was founded on the idea of liberty is because our founding fathers were godly men who understood that God created men to be free and that the proper role of civil government is a very limited one. I am so thankful that they crafted our Constitution on those principles. A is for America, and abundance is good, too, because we certainly enjoy that. So that takes us up to N, right? Yes. Yes. The letter N. N for neighbors. (laughs) 
<laughs> I know. I stole yours, Dean. I have to give Dean credit for this idea. This is payback because I stole yours. That's right. But neighbors are something to be thankful for. And the older I get, the more I am convinced that you can learn something from anyone. Everyone has a story. And when we take the time to listen to and learn from the people we meet, life is so much richer. And I'm particularly grateful, Dean, for the diversity of cultures and ethnicities we have here in the Valley. I have had the privilege of getting to know several families from different countries and different cultures through my son's youth soccer program. And it has just been a joy and a delight to do that. So I am thankful for neighbors. You're right. I had that same <laughs> idea. So may, maybe our listeners will have, have another end to, okay, to contribute. Yeah. But I, too, am thankful for good neighbors. And this goes, again, back to Scripture. Jesus said that the second greatest commandment, after, first of all, loving God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, is to love our neighbor as ourselves. And we have such good neighbors in the valley. And I am profoundly grateful for that rich blessing. I would just like to make a comment on diversity. Yes, I love the diversity of the valley. I like to think of our original national model, e pluribus unum, Mm -hmm. out of many, one. So as long as this diversity contributes to the unity Mm -hmm. that we have in God, In any event, we love our good neighbors. It's important. The next one is K in Thanksgiving. And (laughs) this is a little (laughs) bit connected with neighbors. It's for kin. Oh, I thought you were going to say kangaroos. Well, that's, that's in Australia. Word. That's a that's long neighbor. That's the first word I think of with K. <laughs> no, this is for kin. And by that, I mean family. I am so grateful for my family, both past and present. Now, as an example of family past, Janet and I went to Indiana last week to visit the old home place where I grew up. Mm. It was wonderful to revisit old times and places with family and friends and to be thankful for all that rich family heritage, as I mentioned earlier. But then for family present, Janet and I divide our time between our son and his family in Raleigh, our daughter and her family in Boston. Those are rich times, and we thank God for the blessing of kin. And I know they are thankful for you and Janet Dean. You are such a blessing to them. I'm going to join you in this one. K for Ken. I am so thankful for family. My family is just a source of indescribable joy for me. Family is a lot of work. It is messy at times. (laughs) And it is often frustrating But there is nothing like the gift of family. I tell my kids all the time that of all the jobs I do and all the hats I wear, my favorite one by far is being their mom. And I am so blessed by my family. And I agree with you. It's the family that raised me, you know, my extended family, the family that I have now. It's funny that you mention it takes a lot of work. Sometimes when I'm talking to young couples who are planning to get married, I say, you know, marriage takes a lot of work. (laughs) My wife gets word of this, and she thinks I'm implying that she is a lot of work for me. (laughs) But it does take work, and it is is rewarding, uh, the joys that we get 
from our family, from Absolutely. our kids. Absolutely. Well, that is kin. Oh, then I'm you up have next. S. S for me, I'm thankful for a sovereign God. You know, I find myself reflecting more and more these days on the sovereignty of God. It would be hard to trust a God, even a loving, gracious God, who was not sovereign, who didn't have the power or ability to bring his good plans to fruition. But we know from Scripture that God rules over the affairs of men and of nations, that nothing is beyond his notice or control. And for that, I am so thankful, Dean. That is what I turn to when I'm anxious or afraid. Here again, I have a complimentary S uh, to go along with you, the sovereignty of God, because now I would like to look ahead at Christmas. Mm. And for this one, I say I am so deeply grateful for a Savior. Mm. We cannot overestimate the importance of Jesus coming to earth in the flesh 2,000 years ago as the Son of God and shedding his blood on the cross as a sacrifice for our sins and to free us from being enslaved by them. How different would our world be today if Jesus had never been born as our Savior? Now, I'd like a bonus again on this. Okay, go ahead. In fact, I'd like two bonuses, Rita. Now you're really pushing it. I hope you're feeling generous. (laughs) The two more S words that I am so grateful for are safety and security. Mm -hmm. We take this for granted. The rest of the world, much of the world is in turmoil. But what I mean by this, it's a simple reference to members of our military, both past and present, to our law enforcement personnel, and to other first responders who put their lives on the line day after day so that we might sleep safe in our beds. And I thank you. I am thankful Mm -hmm. for the safety and security that we enjoy. Well, now we're going on to G, Thanksgiving. We're halfway through, so we're going to have to step it up a little bit. We've got some letters to go. Rita, I think we've already said about all that needs to be said. You just talked about the sovereignty of God. Mm -hmm. I talked about God and Jesus as our Savior. So there's not much more, I think, that we can say simply to stress the importance of having God in our lives and presiding over the affairs of our nation, as you suggested. Mm -hmm. I can only repeat what President Reagan once said. If we ever forget that we are one nation under God, then we are a nation gone under. And I just say, may we always be thankful to him for his goodness, his many blessings, and his direction over our lives and over our nation. Well, I have a G word to compliment yours, and it's grace. I'm so thankful for the grace of God. And I think it's important for us to add this part because people hear us on the radio. They may read my column in the newspaper on Saturdays, And we talk a lot about virtue and righteousness, and I don't ever want to be misunderstood on this, Dean, and I know you don't either. I am a wretch of a sinner, desperate and hopeless apart from the grace of God and the saving work of Jesus Christ who took the punishment that I deserve. So grateful for that. Well, again, it all connects, doesn't it? It All of this Thanksgiving connects back to God, to America, to our heritage. So let's see, you're moving on to I. I'm moving on to I. I. Gotcha. So I was a little bit tough, but I think I came up with a good one. I bet it's the same one I have. 
It's not. (laughs) Industry. And what I mean by that, Dean, is the ability, the drive, and the desire to work and the satisfaction that comes from good work. Some people think of work as a bad thing, sort of necessary evil. I think some circles in our culture even promote the idea of work as a bad thing. But no, work is a good thing. Mankind was created to work, and there's nothing else that can replace the satisfaction that comes from doing a job well to the best of our ability and It doesn't matter what the job is. It could be cleaning the bathroom or could be saving someone's life as a doctor. There is um, great satisfaction and good work. I love that, Rita, and it reminds me of the verse, Weary not in well-doing, for in due season you shall reap. Mm -hmm. And we won't reap unless we invest unless we plant the seed, invest our energy. I love that industry. Well, mine it shouldn't surprise you. I am thankful for our independence, mm. both personally and as a nation. Once again, I go back to our founding fathers. I'm grateful for our founding fathers who affirmed in the Declaration of Independence that we are endowed with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Independence and liberty go right together. In that document, they declared our independence from a tyrannical government. And for the past 340 years, we have fought to maintain that independence and to protect those freedoms. So I need to say it again. We stand on the shoulders of giants, and I am so grateful to them for the independence and the freedoms that we enjoy today. And here's the responsibility. It is now up to us to pass that independence and those freedoms on to the next generation. Well, we're going on to V, Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Uh, I may have to cut back on this. There's so much to say about this. (laughs) V, I am deeply grateful for the Shenandoah Valley. Janet and I have lived in many different places, including four countries overseas. We have come to appreciate the valley every day as a very special place for the land, for the people, for the common faith in God that is evident in its many churches and which binds us together in so many ways. There's a famous French statesman, historian, and social philosopher named Alexis de Tocqueville. He hit the nail on the head when he traveled across America in the early 1830s, looking for the secret of America's greatness. And he concluded with these words, I sought for the greatness of America in her harbors, her fields, her forests, her mines, her commerce. I sought for her in the Congress, her constitution, but, and here's the key, it wasn't until I went into the churches of America and heard her pulpits flame with righteousness that I understood the secret of her genius and her power. America is great because America is good, and if America ever ceases to be good, America will cease to be great. So I am so grateful for this valley. We enjoy it. We love it. It has so much of God's rich blessings for our lives. That's a great one. I join you in that, but I do have another one of my own for V, and it's victory. It can be pretty depressing these days to read a newspaper, to see how our culture has become vulgar, cruel, and godless to see parts of our culture calling evil good and pretending that they can just ignore the laws of nature and nature's God. And when I start to get depressed, Dean, I have to stop 
and remind myself that in the end, truth wins. So V is for victory. You know, victory, and we already talked about victory on the battlefield, but we're talking about victory to protect virtue in our Mm -hmm. culture. And that's what this program is all about, crossroads where faith and culture meet. That's right. That takes us up to I. All right. I, I am thankful for the inspiration that I get from the founding generation, Dean. We talk a lot about the founding fathers, I think, but I am just so inspired by them, by their courage, their commitment. They pledge their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor to secure our freedom from oppression and to invest their time, their energy, their treasure, everything they had into designing a government that was based upon biblical principles. I am thankful for the inspiration I get from them. Goes back to what you said about uh, Margaret Thatcher. Mm -hmm. America was founded on an idea and they exemplified and carried out that idea. Well, Rita, my eye is kind of funny. I'm thankful for our God-given intellect. Oh, good one. Now, intellect, I don't mean to say that pridefully. We're so smart, we're so wise, but it's simply the ability to think and to reason. Once again, it comes back to our purpose in living, which is to obey God and to serve Him forever. He has granted us this intellect, and then the freedom to use that intellect. We've talked about freedom a lot, and I'm so grateful for the gift that he has given us in that area. Well, that takes us to end Thanksgiving. We have one more to go after this. Mm-hmm. So, Rita, I... <laughs> oh, dear. I'm thankful <laughs> for nice people. <laughs> Now, this sounds pretty simple, but like all the other things we've already mentioned, like good neighbors, we shouldn't take nice people for granted. There are others in the world that are more of a challenge. So nice people are a particular (laughs) gift. I am especially grateful for the nice people in our lives. I am thankful for new mornings, new chances, new opportunities. The ability to change, to find a better way of doing things, to learn a new skill or read a new book. That's it. New. New. New New mornings. (laughs) Well, I'm glad for new mornings. Okay, Uh, G. That's me for G. I am thankful, Dean, for a great church. And I know that there are a lot of great churches in our area, and I'm actually grateful for every one of them. But I just feel so blessed to benefit every Sunday from the faithful teaching of God's Word and just to be surrounded by part of the body of Christ in this area. Well, Rita, that goes back to what de Tocqueville said. That is the secret of the greatness of America. And I'm going to just feed off of that. I'm going back to the letter V, actually, to do this. Okay. Uh, But it's related to churches because uh, we have a lot of, and de Tocqueville mentioned this, Mm -hmm. we have a lot of church-related voluntary organizations Mm -hmm. and associations. And in this regard, I think particularly during this Christmas season, I think of organizations like the Salvation Army and so many, many more who do such wonderful work, especially during this season, like Operation Christmas Child. Mm -hmm. It's related to church, these voluntary associations. Well, that brings us to the last one. You said G. For me, it was great church. All right. Here's one that we've talked about, but it really wraps all of this up together, I think. 
I know this is your passion, Rita, but I, too, am so thankful for good government. It's easy to complain about bad government, and we see that all too often. But the framework for good government of the people, by the people, and for the people is well established. It goes back to our founding. The system of separation of powers and checks and balances in our national and state governments is also well established. Therefore, and this wraps it up, Rita, you might want to put the frosting on the cake here, we can be thankful for this great framework of government but we need to be constantly reminded of our responsibility for making it work according to its design, just as you're doing in your work with the Convention of States Project. And I'm thankful for the opportunities we enjoy as a constitutional republic and for the democratic process that makes it all possible. Amen. I concur in that. And Boy, we have a lot to be thankful for. Yes, we do. Well, this brings us to a close of our personal reflections on this special time of year between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Thanks again to our generous sponsors at Blue Ridge Chimney Services, Blessings Christian Bookstore, Sunshine Ministries with Christian Radio, Wishing Well Florists and Travel Services, and our good friends at New Beginnings Church and Garber's Church of the Brethren in Harrisonburg. Thank you all for listening and also for your encouragement and financial support. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible donation to help keep Crossroads on the air, you can do so by check to Crossroads at P.O. Box 881, Harrisonburg, 22803. If you would like to listen to this program again or share it with your friends, go to valleyfamilyforum.org and click on the link to Crossroads on the homepage. I'm Rita Peters with Dean Welty and engineer Robbie Meadows, inviting you to join us again next week for another edition of Crossroads, where faith and culture meet. Thank you for listening to the Crossroads podcast. To learn more about Convention of States, go to conventionofstates.com. 